I wonder if some part of you has quite a lot of sympathy with the people um, in those adverts. Um, those of us maybe halfway through Elf on the Shelf, those of us halfway through if that our Christmas card list or still thinking how on earth do we get all these costumes ready for our kids or those of you thinking what about Uncle Derek, what on earth do I buy Uncle Derek, all I can think of is socks, what do I get him? So part of us probably has quite a lot of sympathy with these people who attempted to burn things and drop kick elves across the, the garden. So we, we probably understand what this advert is trying to do. But despite my sympathies and maybe your sympathies with lots of these people, this was the most complained about Christmas advert this year. That was the original one. I had to trawl through YouTube to find it. If you watch it um, on TV, you'll find that some bits are missing. You'll no longer see them blow torch in the Christmas cards. They've taken out the slogan, this must, not that must. But, but the general feeling is still there. Do what you want. You don't like sending Christmas cards? set them on fire instead. You don't like those annoying paper hats that you feel like you have to wear? I mean, they're not comfortable. Why on earth? Do you, when you think about what we're doing on Christmas Day, sitting around eating food with paper on our heads, it's a bit strange. But we do it, and, and in some households, there's even a rule where you can only eat your dinner if you've got a paper hat on your head. Put your hand up if you're... Maybe it's just me. Okay, that's embarrassing. <laughs> no wonder no one wants to come to the Vickers for Christmas dinner. Um, fair enough. But, um, but we've all got, well, hope. maybe, maybe just me, but lots of us have things we do that if we're honest, we would rather not do. So we embrace this M&S advert that says, do what you want. Make it thismus. It's all about me. You know what? I don't want to do Christmas cards anymore, so I'm not going to bother. I don't want to get my kids' costumes ready, so I'm not going to bother. Do what you want. Because after all, Christmas is all about me. And it's all about what makes me happy. This must. What M&S have done, and I'm sure they didn't mean to, is quite literally they've taken out Christ from Christmas and they've put this instead. Now, I'm sure they didn't mean to. I'm not saying this is some big conspiracy theory, but, but they've still done it nonetheless. That this idea that for the perfect Christmas, what you have to do is get rid of all that Jesus stuff. I mean, come on, it's only his birthday. I mean, get rid of that. And just make it all about you. And if we're honest, some of us are maybe tempted to do that. But in our readings tonight, again and again, what we see is the opposite. In every reading tonight, what we're seeing are people, normal people like me and like you, who have put aside what they want and what they think was going to happen, and they've put that aside, and they've been obedient to what God once. They've laid their own life aside and given everything to him. Their obedience is to God, not themselves. So in Isaiah that Nick, that Nick read for us, we have this prophecy of some warriors. And warriors like to fight and beat people up. That's what they do. That's what they're trained to do. But Isaiah says, actually, no. When the Prince of Peace, Jesus, comes, those, those boots are going to stop being used. Matthew says that Joseph's first thought to divorce Mary which was what the law said at the time, I've got to do it, I've got to be a, the right kind of guy. When the angel shows up and gives, God message, gives God's message to him, he changes his mind. It's not this must for him. It's all about God. Elsewhere we hear of shepherds who go from cowing in a field looking after their sheep to rushing to see Jesus. They leave their livelihood on the hillside. 
I mean, I know we like to think they carry all their lambs with them, but if we're honest, you struggle to carry maybe one lamb. Hundreds? Probably not. So they leave their livelihood on the hillside because they want to go and see Jesus. They put their obedience to God, not their livelihood. For them, it's not thismus. It's all about Christmas. And so throughout the Christmas story, we have the opposite of an M&S thismus. That's quite hard to say. We have the opposite of a Marks and Spencer's thismus. It's not about them. It's all about him. We have a Christmas centered around not our own desires, but submitted to God. And I know we're in a world, aren't we, where anything goes. Believe what you want, and I'll believe what I want, and, and that's okay. And of course we respect what each other thinks, of course we do. But, but the, the claim of the Christmas story is that Jesus came to give life and life in all its fullness. And that Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. And in a world where there's your truth and my truth and post-truth and mistruth and all that stuff, it, the, the, uh, the claim of the Christmas story is that God came, comes as a baby to give us the way to be friends with the Father forever. It's not thismus, it's Christmas. And underpinning this whole advert, so this, whole, this whole advert is about thismus, not, not Christmas. Underpinning this whole advert is, I'm not going to sing it to you, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And could you think of a, of a more opposite song than, with, than Jesus sings for us? Jesus sings over us, I would do anything for love, and, and I did. There's a limit, the song says. There's a limit to how far I can put someone else first. There's a boundary to my generosity, says thismus. There's a line which we cannot cross, says thismus. And yet God's message to us this Christmas is the opposite. God says, I will do anything for love. Full stop. The Bible says in Philippians 2, Though he was by nature God, he did not consider equality with God as the prize to be displayed but he emptied himself by taking the nature of a servant. And he was born in human likeness. His appearance was like that of any other man. And he humbled himself and was obedient to death, even death on the cross. And so God highly exalted him. God gave him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every knee in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. That's Christmas, not thismus, that God came as one of us, that he stepped down from the glory of heaven into our world of sin and of darkness. Truly, as Joseph heard, he is the one who saves his people. That's me and that's you from their sin, that stuff we do that we know we shouldn't do. So Marks and Sparks, I want to tell you, I'm sure you're listening to my every word, it's not thismus, it's Christmas. And at Christmas, we celebrate the God who would do anything for love without limit and without boundary. So friends, tonight the call is a simple one, but it's a life-changing one. It's easy, it's two sentences, but it's profound. It's a, it's a simple one, but its, its consequences will reach into eternity. And the call is, follow Jesus. The call is, instead of celebrating thismus, we celebrate Christmas. Entering into a relationship with a God who does anything for love.
we're going to have a moment of quiet before we sing our next song. And we'll sing our next song sat as we are, just with time to reflect. It might be a new one to some of you. If it is, I invite you maybe just to read the words on the screen. But let's have a moment of quiet before we sing. We might want to close our eyes if that makes it easier for us to concentrate. Loving God, we're sorry when we've made it thismus instead of Christmas, when we've put our own desires first. We remember the strapline of our church, that we're real people doing life together, all for Jesus. That's why we're here tonight, King of Kings. And I'm just going to say a, a short prayer, and you might want to echo this in your hearts. And it's just a prayer of commitment to say, Lord, I want to make it Christmas, not thismus. You might be watching online and realizing, actually, I want to make this Christmas a special one with Jesus. You might be sat here and thinking, oh, I don't really know why I'm here, but maybe I need to know this. As we were praying before the service, we had a, a couple of words. We believe God speaks to us in different ways. And one of the words was expectancy. That maybe there's someone here today and you've come here and you're a bit like, okay, Lord, if you're really here, show me. And if that is you, maybe that's a message from the God saying, well, I knew you were going to say that and you're here for a reason. So we're just going to say a short prayer. And if you want to make this yours, just echo it in your hearts. And it's a prayer of saying, Lord, I want to turn to you. I want to celebrate Christmas, not thismas. Lord, I'm sorry for when I've made it about me. And Lord, today I want to choose to follow you. Today I want to choose to give my everything to you. Thank you that you love me. Come into my life and my heart, I pray. And if you've said that prayer tonight, we, we invite you to maybe tell someone you're with, tell me, tell someone you know that's, that's with this church, and we'd love to talk to you a bit more about it. We'll give you a Bible. Uh, if you're not, if you're online, we can link you into a local church. We've done that before as well. So we're going to stay seated as we sing our next song together. <laughs> 